You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the First and Ten podcast right here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturchio, alongside, alongside, need alongside, alongside, two of the premier writers of the bloggingtheboys.com. That is Tony Catalina, Aiden Davis. I can only speak on my experience today as a dad. I enjoyed my Father's Day. I know as people are listening to this, they're either on their way to work, they're sitting poolside. That's on a Monday. I hope everybody enjoyed their their Father's Day out there. Fellas, you had a good day, I'm assuming. Tony, you did all right today? Yeah, you know, you know, my dad lives a little bit further from me as I'd like, but, you know, I gave him a phone call, and, you know, I, I was saying earlier, I hope I, I hope you and every other father out there, you know, I hope you had a great day. I hope they, the parents, the mothers took it easy on you, and uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. I was, for whatever reason, changing diapers very early this morning. I thought I was going to have the day <laughs> off, but I did not. In fact, have the day off, but I had a great day with my family uh, poolside and, and all of my my daughter's just super you know, adventurous the, the pools was no no hotter than 70 degrees and she was doing cannonballs and I'm like, you're not even three kid relax. And dad was freezing, freezing until her until her lips turned purple. I knew it was time to finally get out of the pool. Aiden, bro, how was your uh, how was your father's day experience, dude? Yeah. Happy Father's Day, dad. If you're listening to this, this is going to be a little test to see if he listens. Happy Father's Day, dad. <laughs> But it was it was a good day, and we, I mean, it was just hanging out by the pool. We did nothing, and it was actually a really good day. I hope all the Eagles fans out there, if you listen to this podcast, you wish Dak Prescott a happy Father's Day. All of NFC East. I love it, Daniel Jones. If you're out there, please uh, text Dak. It's only appropriate. Um, all of you NFC East representatives, uh, that was very good, Aiden. Very well played. Well done. Um, tonight's a very special episode, obviously. Uh, we have ourselves another Dallas Cowboy coming on board with us. Uh, it is center Alec Lindstrom. He's from Boston College, undrafted free agent. Tony, tell me a little bit about this guy, considering the fact that there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a history between you guys in some way, shape, and form. Yeah, you know, I mean, I always I'm very proud of where I come from. I'm from Central Massachusetts, Western Massachusetts. He's from a town called Dudley, Massachusetts, not too far from where I live. Um, Sean McCune. Cowboys player right now was his high school teammate, his brother's friend of the show, friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the show. And you guys are going to really enjoy Alex, uh, Alex uh, time with us. Cause man, these, these central mass guys can interview. Well, I'll tell you that right now, but uh, good kid, good dude comes from a long line lineage. I know uh, um, Aiden got a chance to ask about, he got some NFL history in his blood. So good kid, good family, good football player. Excited to have him on the show. Aiden, uh, before we're joined by Alec, I got to say, and I'm sure he'll listen to this. And, you know, this is we, we like to make predictions out there. 
What are the chances that a guy like Lindstrom can come on as an undrafted free agent and make this squad right now? I mean, I know this this offensive offensive line is deep, right? We obviously Tyler Biotish and all these guys like it's a deep offensive line, but this kid's got something to him. He's got some grit. What are the odds that we have Lindstrom on our opening day roster? I mean, this is going to sound if Alec, if you're listening to this, it's going to sound like I'm kissing up. But you can listen to the roster predictions episode <laughs> that I made two, three, four weeks ago, whenever it was. I think it's a good shot. We needed a backup center last year. We need a backup center this year. I think he's a guy that some people are talking about contending for the starting center spot. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But I love the undrafted free agency signing when it happened. I thought he added depth at a much-needed position. And it was a solid player that people were mocking to us before undrafted free agency. There was a chance that we got him in the fifth, sixth round. And so I love the pick, and I do think there's a very solid chance that he's around in 2022. All right, we're about to find out. So joining us right now here on the First and Ten podcast, none other than center for the Dallas Cowboys straight out of Boston College, Mr. Alec Lindstrom. What's going on, bro? Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Uh, excited to get on here. So obviously uh, the preseason, or the preseason, the, the OTAs, the midi camps, and the game has changed for you, man. You, you've obviously went to Boston College. You did your thing over there. One of the more dominant centers in college football last year. The speed of the game. We got to know right off the rip. Like, I can go into all your specifics. I can go into how you review review fuel, like food. I can get into all that stuff. We'll definitely get into all that. But I got to know, when you step on that field for the first time, the speed of the game, was it just out of control fast? Or, or were you able to kind of slow it down and take it all in? Yeah, you know, um, I think a lot of it too is just like there's so much mentally like within the within the playbook and everything you know especially at center it's like uh you got to tell everyone kind of what to do you know so you get out there and like you're so worried like oh my god what like what's the idea like what's going on what's the technique and then like you said you go against a guy that's that's bigger that's faster that's stronger than what I've I've gone against you know so yeah the speed of the the speed of the game is definitely so much different than college as in just the guys get off the ball so much quicker, you know, they're on you. And, and a big thing I learned is like, you got to get up, you got to get up into that block right now because you know, just how fast guys are. And then when you put the aspect of like, Oh, I don't want to make a mental error. I don't want to mess up. You know, I got to make the right point for the play. So, you know, everyone goes to the right place and then adding all that stuff together, you know, sometimes you're out there and and I call it like the spin cycle, you know, you're kind of out there like, what is going on? You're like, you're like, I'm getting hit from this guy that's this big moving this fast. And I got to do this play. Like what is going on? Where am I? I specifically remember one time, you know, just not even the speed of the game. I'm just walking out there. I'm looking, I'm like, this guy is massive. (laughs) That's so funny. And Alec, you know, yourself, you know, in college, obviously a Remington finalist, you know, accomplished yourself at BC, you know, offensive line, you know, this guy's coming out of the league there. You you had a running mate in Zion Johnson go draft early as well. And, um, you know, now you're in front of Tyron Smith, you're in front of, you know, Zach Martin. Is there anybody you've kind of taken a liking to? You've kind of like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to listen to him and see what he's got to say or anybody that's take you under their wing. Yeah, you know, uh, all those guys have, you know, they're super, you know, when you go going in, you know, as a rookie, you're like, oh, I'm a rookie, you know, they're going to mess with me, they're going to give me a hard time, you know, but it, it really hasn't been like that. They've been really, like, welcoming, and, and they every day they give us pointers, they give us tips, you know, they see you do a rep, or they see you do something, you know, they're like, hey, man, try this, or, like, do this, like, 
like slow it down. Think of it doing it like this. And then, you know, being able to watch guys like Tyron and Zach on tape, it's like they're, they're some of the best to ever do it. And then watching them every day and seeing their techniques and then being able to, to hear from them of what they think about different things. Um, it, it's unreal. You know, you in college, you're looking at guys like Zach Martin and, and Tyron Smith, you're like, these guys are the best. Like, how are they like this? And I've been able to work with them every day. You know, it's crazy to say work with them. Cause you know, that's my job now. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's unbelievable. And they're so welcoming and they just, the knowledge that they've given to me and the other rookies is it, it's unbelievable. You know, it's something that like, where else do you have a guy like Tyron Smith and Zach Martin playing on the same offensive line? So to be topical here, your dad, obviously played at a high level your brother's playing at a high level now i I think your uncles played at a high level as well how has it been to have that family is this it been has it been nice to have that support and tell walk us through what it's like to have that support system within the family of other people who have played at this level right you know so uh i am the fifth lindstrom to play professional football um within my direct family you know um two of my uncles uh my dad they all play defensive end though. We and my brother Chris are the only offensive linemen. Um, so you know, we we picked the the better side of the ball, obviously. But, um, <laughs> you know, having something like that again is like, where else do you see that? You know, one like I know you got like the Mannings and like the Matthews family. Like, where else do you have? Five... Oh, sorry about that. It's all good. Where like where do you see like you have? five people of the same family going somewhere. And then people I talk to every day, you know, I'd say the biggest thing, especially was my brother, Chris, you know, cause we play the same, the same position. Uh, we, I've literally, we had bunk beds in high school, you know, we were roommates in college. So <laughs> I've always been with him and um, the success he's had as a player, you know, um, first round draft pick and uh, didn't give up a sack this year. He's one of three guards, you know, he's having so much success in Atlanta and he's been my biggest supporter, my biggest coach, you know, having him through the one, the draft process of, Hey man, you're going um, to the combine, expect this, expect that, like do this, do that. Like being able to do the right things that, you know, everybody, if let's say 300 people go to the combine, I'm the only one that's getting that, getting this information, you know? Um, and then in practice, you know, being able to practice and then have someone like my brother that can, that can see it and be like, Hey, dude, you got to do this better. You got to do this better. Like you're doing this good. Keep that up. And Hey, watch this. You know, it, it's unbelievable. You know, I'm going home for break. I'm going to be working with him every single day. You know, where else can you get a resource like that? And then having him support me through it all and be like, Hey man, you got to try this. You got to do this better. Or Hey, like you're going to make a team right now. Like you got to do this. Like I understand. I just did this two years ago it's a unbelievable resource that I have and that I take full advantage of. And I'm so grateful to have, man, Thanksgiving at the Lindstrom's has to be out of control. bro. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, uh, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you talk about like that one-on-one pass rush is a war, getting to the food is a war, you know, you gotta, you gotta go through Chris, you gotta go through my dad. You gotta go. Don't my three sisters don't sleep on them either. You know, either. Listen, it's a, it's a war. There's a there's a breed there's a special breed of family members that I, I can like I said I could just picture this just like all right all right offense you get over here defense is over there I can yeah. only imagine the football game in the backyard must be insane too so 
obviously, you know, you've met most of, if not all of, of your teammates. Is anybody besides the offensive line? Like, I know you're lining up against some big dudes and you're just look, you're, you're looking around and say, oh, my God, like the speed and the size of the game is incredible. Has there been anybody else that you've kind of latched on to uh, to kind of pick their brain, even if it's not even on the position level, more or less the football level? Like, just like, how do I can not, not saying you don't know how to conduct yourself, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like the ins and outs of being in the NFL. You know, um, I can't say I, I really have, but I think that's just because of how OTAs is scripted. You know, we, we get in the morning, the rookies, we work out. Um, then we go to meetings and we're with the offensive line the whole time. And that's kind of, right to practice and then right after practice you know the vets are done and the rookies still go so we're not really i'm not really around the defense as much because you know when we're lifting they're meeting and when they're True. meeting we're lifting um so not really you know um but a person i do talk to a lot is um sean mckeon the tight end you know um we went to high school together um you know we were we were together played together which is again another super cool thing you know um uh, small Massachusetts town has three professional athletes, you know, and being able to be with Sean, you know, I talked to him before I decided to come to Dallas, you know, um, cause he was an undrafted free agent as well. And I'm like, Hey Sean, tell me about it. What do you think? Like, and, and he was great. And, you know, just being able to have someone like that, even not even just for football, but like just as a friend, you know, to be able to talk to him and hang out has been great. So talking to him and kind of learning like, Oh, about the coaches or about the scheme and talking to him about everything. Um, It's, it's unbelievable to again, have somebody like that. I went to high school with that's playing on offense with me. So it's pretty cool. Tony, Tony, before before you this, now listen, I'll I'll preface this. Tony was talking a lot of junk before. Yeah, listen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I was just about to say, like, I I actually said this question to Sean. He's a friend of the show. We had him on. I said, I was coaching at Algonquin in 2015. I think you were a sophomore at the time. I said, Algonquin, terrible history, you know, two and nine, never win season. We beat Shepherd Hill that year when we had Sean, your brother, we had you. Yeah. So that's the claim to fame over there. And I lay into this question to say, you went from, you know, Massachusetts, you know how it is. I'm from Worcester, you're from Dudley. Um, Thanksgiving Day football is a big deal up here. Now you're playing for a team where it's on the biggest stage. How cool is that going to be? Yeah, you know, um, that's going to be unbelievable, you know, because it's always like, Thanksgiving, you know, you got like the Packers, Bears, and like all those big games. So it it's going to be so much fun. You know, I can say as a Shepherd Hill um, alum that I never lost on Thanksgiving. We always beat Ten Pass, <laughs> but never lost. So I'm hoping to keep that streak alive. And then also back to your point about Algonquin, I believe it was 2016. Uh, you guys were undefeated, like 6-0, 7-0, and you guys came down to little Shepherd Hill, and I, I think we beat you like 52 to nothing, something crazy. Uh, right there, so. Was that Kevin Mensah? Was so, it Kevin I Mensa mean, going crazy? Um, was it Kev- Kevin Mensah going crazy? Yeah, yeah Kev- Kevin was going crazy, and then, um, you know, myself block- blocking out there, you know, that was like, what else can I do? But, yeah, I remember you guys, you guys were pretty good and uh, came out, and, you know, the rest is history. Hey, basically awesome. keeping all receipts, bro. Yes. Keeping all yeah. receipts, absolutely. <laughs> hey, yeah. God, bro. Yeah. So we were talking. I mean, Tony just brought up the Thanksgiving game, but the schedule's out now. You know who the Cowboys are going to be playing in 2022. Is there any game? I know we don't play the Falcons, so right. you don't get that game. But is there any game that you're circling on the schedule as one that you're really looking forward to? Yeah. You know, the one that hits my mind right away is preseason week one against Denver. 
You know, that's my, my first game and opportunity as a professional athlete, as a Dallas Cowboy, you know, as crazy as it is to say, that's my first opportunity. So, so yeah, that, that one, um, then, um, I believe week two is the chargers, you know, I guess see my buddy Zion for the preseason, but I mean, a game that I'm circling my head would probably be week one against Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, growing up in new England, huge Tom Brady fan, being able to be on the same field as him is, is unbelievable. Yeah. We won't hold that against you. No worries. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, man. That's great. Um, so obviously again, we want to thank you for coming on, taking a couple minutes, uh, before we obviously let you guys, uh, let you go now, Talk me through the process. If you can disclose this, I don't want to like put right. you on a spot or anything like that, but obviously draft day comes and goes, right? Right. Was there any, like, did we almost not have a chance to grab you? Was there any other teams that were just kind of like, here, take this, take this. We want you. We want you. And then you said, you know what? Dallas is the place to be. Or like, you know, what was that process like as soon as the draft ended? Yeah. You know, um, draft day was crazy. You know, I was expecting talking to everybody to get, to get my name called, but you know, um, as we know, life happens, you know, but, uh, we're past that, but yeah, you know, I, I thought going into the draft that the three teams that was possible for me to go to would be Dallas, Chicago, and Detroit. Um, you know, that's just who I talked to the most through the process. I talked to coach Philbin, um, twice the week of the draft. Um, and then, after everything, you know, it, it's, it's pandemonium, you know, you think like, okay, you get your, you, you guys see the guy get drafted. He he comes up, you know, being an undrafted free agent is pandemonium because one, you're sitting there like it hits you. Like I'm not going to get drafted. And then two, you get calls from specifically for me, it was between Minnesota and, and, and Dallas, you know, um, you get calls from, I get a call from, from coach Philbin, like, Hey man, you know, we're out of picks. If you don't, um, I noticed you didn't get drafted. Like we, I want you to come be a Dallas Cowboy. I think you got a good shot here. And, you know, I talked to him for five, 10 minutes and I talked to him previously. And then the Minnesota coach calls me and then the Minnesota scout calls me. And then my agent's calling me and then they're like, Hey man, you have five minutes to decide or we're pulling your offer. You know, both everybody does that. So it's like within, within, okay. The draft ends within five minutes. I'm getting calls from everybody like, Hey, you got to choose where you, where you're going, you know? Um, and, um, you know, Dallas is, has a great history and they have a great history of, of treating their undrafted guys really well. Um, so, you know, I called my buddy, Sean, asked him about Dallas and I thought schematically and everything, this was the place to be, you know, um, it's an awesome franchise with great history. It's an unbelievable team. Now that I know unbelievable vets, um, and I'm in a position where I can, it, it's on me now, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to work as hard as I can to make this team to then to help this team win. And then hopefully, obviously the goal is to become a starter, but you know, the, the goal is to make the team and help this team win a Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's pandemonium, you know, uh, within that choosing where I want to go, but, um, looking at it, you know, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else and I'm glad how everything worked, you know, because, who knows? I could have got drafted in the seventh round of some team and I would have hated it. You know, um, God's got a plan and, and this is it. And going through that process, this was, this was a place for me and I'm, I'm super excited. I just want to ask you this. Did, uh, I, I don't know if you even know this, but did Philbin try to use the, the central mass connection with you? Yeah. I don't know if, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, 
when I first talked to him, he, he told me, I had no idea. He told me that uh, he grew up in Clinton and, and, and was a Massachusetts guy. So that was awesome. You know, we sometimes joke about that, you know, those tough Massachusetts guy, you know, but uh, <laughs> no, Coach Philbin's awesome. But yeah, he did. He did bring it up. Um, and it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. You don't, you don't see that much, but again, that central mass is, is everywhere. That's it. <laughs> I just, I had one last question for you. Yep. Mike McCarthy made the news this week, so I have to know, how hard are Mike McCarthy's practices? Were they <laughs> insanely hard this week, or what was the deal? Or during minicamp, how hard was that? You know, um, it, to, it, to me, it was just practice. So, you know, um, to me, I, I didn't know. You know, it, it caught me. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, I just thought this was how everything was. So, you know, I, I don't really I don't really know. But, um, you know, I don't really know. To me, it was just normal. So who, so who knows? I don't make the rules. That's a, that's above my pay grade. So, but if you go tell, if you tell me to run through a wall, that's what I'll do. As long as, as long as it helps the team win and I helps me uh, become a better player. That's what I'll do. I I love that. I love it. I love it. We need more guys, hard nosed guys uh, like yourself on this Dallas Cowboys team to make the 2022, 23 Cowboys season a success, bro. Alec, man, we want to thank you for joining us, taking a couple minutes out, joining blog and the boys first and 10 podcast. We really appreciate you. Best of luck, man. Enjoy this little time off now, but obviously stay in the gym, keep hitting the weights, do your thing, bro. You know, like keep, keep going. and, And hopefully when training camp comes around and you start knocking heads and, you start doing your thing, bro. We we see you. Uh, we start, we're very excited, obviously, to see right. you shoot up in uh, in week one of the preseason. To start start your legacy, man. Yeah, to carry that name on, bro. I will. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, hopefully, I can get on here again. You know, and and we'll have some more stuff to talk about. So um, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Take Definitely, care, uh, appreciate Thank it, man. You. See you guys. Thank you. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, that was Alec Lindstrom of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, a great interview, man. This kid's great. He's humble. Big family. I, 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 I kind of want to invite myself to their next Thanksgiving just to see what it's like. <laughs> he literally said, don't rule out his sisters as other contenders. of the, Who gets the turkey leg first? Like this guy, incredible, incredible interview. Uh, Aiden, what's your takeaways from this? Like, obviously, prior to this, you said that, you know, this could be a guy to find himself a, a solid role on this Dallas Cowboys team. And now after talking to him, is that kind of increased your uh, opinion of the guy? Absolutely. I mean, my biggest takeaway is that it seems like, A, he really wants to be in Dallas. I mean, you heard him talk about, Sturch, your question about undrafted free agency. It right. seemed like he was dedicated to coming to Dallas. And B, it seems like he's observe, like he's absorbing all he can right now between, I mean, he threw out the names like Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. He's learning from everybody he can, and that's great to hear right now because I mean, we're not that far in. All we've had is OT and minicamp. So, I mean, you're not talking about a lot of time to gel with the team. But in the short amount of period, it seems like he's learning all he can. And, I mean, that this point in uh, the season, that's all you can ask for. So, I was really impressed. Two things that jump out at me right off the rip was the fact that, A, he just thought it was just another practice. and it, You know, there's no reason for any fines for Mike McCarthy or anything like that with the Dallas Cowboys. And, B, how he said – 
that he basically had five minutes to make a decision as to where he wanted to go. That's insane to me. You know, like one team will call you, okay, here's our offer, then the Cowboys will call, and then the Vikings will call. And it's just like, oh, by the way, uh, your life depends on the next five minutes. So that's just, I don't know, man, that blew me away, Tony. What what, what are your takeaways from the, uh, the Lindstrom interview? I just, you could just hear it in his voice. You can hear when he talks. Like, this kid... He wants to, he was born to play football. I mean, it's in his bloodline. It's in his family. Like he's got nothing but resources, talent, you know, like uh, oozing out of him at this point. But do you hear the way he talks, the drive, what he wants, a smart kid. He was known to be a smart kid in college. You know, the center position, you can't be a, a dummy to play that spot. Um, he, he's got, like I think Aiden said, I think he's got a real chance to be the backup center. And there isn't, you know, there are some rumblings out there of him, like, you know, kind of forcing the issue for Tyler Biotis here and I you know I think I I think this kid you know it's tough to say lock for an undrafted guy but I think this kid has a real real shot to make this team and I think the Cowboys would be better for it because a is a locker room kid b he's he knows what opportunity he has and and he's going to take it full advantage of it so I'm uh, consider me a fan of Alec Lindstrom here how about the fact that he kept receipts about beating you guys up 52 nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah. here? I Tried love to bury that. that. <laughs> you got it. Listen, you got to you got to like just admire the moxie that this guy love carries that. with him and the confidence, bro. I mean, like look, he he's the kind of guy that can't forget. I can't honestly, when you I think it was Aiden, you asked him about the, the one circle date on the calendar. I'm fully expecting like, "Oh, Lambo" or "Oh, home opener." Oh, no, it was like, "Yo, First preseason game, I'm getting on the field. Like, this is going to be incredible. That, to me, just goes to show you that it's not too big for him right now. You know what I mean? Like, he's a humble guy. He's zeroed in. His feet are on the floor, and he wants to get to work. You know, and and, and no better place than that first week when, when preseason hits and you're sitting there. You know, it's different for guys like us because we look at this team as a whole. You know, a lot of these guys are like, oh, my God, preseason is unwatchable. But when you cover the team like we do, we're going to be looking for the Sean McEwens of the world. We're going to be looking for Lidstrom to pancake somebody. You know, like these are the things that we're going to be looking for the entire time. And I think that an interview like this uh, can go a long way for his confidence as well. Like he, the reach that blogging the boys has is one of the bigger Cowboys websites. He's going to win a lot of fans over tonight. You know what I mean? So he's going to have people pulling for him as soon as they, you know, they, they flip that coin in that first preseason game. You know, I, it's very interesting to see. You know, he had mentioned he kind of put, you know, corrected me when I say like, hey, you're lining up against other guys. But again, OTAs, minicamps, not really doing that yet. Uh, but I will be very interested to see how he does when when training camp comes along and he's got these big guys, Gallimore, and there's all these monsters that are about to line up across from him. I'm curious to see how he handles all that. Obviously, it doesn't seem like the game is too big for him, Aiden. Yeah. And I mean, that's. What I was going to bring up, outside of the fact that he brought up preseason week one, he then brought up preseason week two, and then he brought up regular season week one. So, I mean, I just love the mindset where he's taking it one step at a time. It seems, like I said, it seems like he really wants to learn. And, I mean, I think we're all pulling for him. He seemed like a great guy. That was such a natural interview to do. And, I mean, we're all pulling for him. Tony, you got any more Massachusetts people we could talk to, or is it uh, is the well running dry? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. We have a running back from Harvard on the on the roster right now. I can, All right, I can probably... <laughs> All right listen, listen, never, discredit, never discredit yeah. the, the first and ten podcast on how to get uh, what some of these future stars of this team. So obviously, we want to thank again one more time Alec Lindstrom for coming on board with us, talking shop, giving us the experience of what he's been going through already. 
guys that he's talked to already. Those are the kinds of things that we're going to really zero in on as the season gets closer. And we are, as of right now, 12 weeks away from the regular season kickoff next week on the podcast, unless some crazy, crazy news breaks, we have an idea in which we're going to run off 11 to 12 questions. We'll probably do 12 because, again, in the spirit of 12 weeks away from now, from when we're recording it, we're going to rattle off some questions. Could be random. Could be some hard hitters. We'll see how it goes. But we want to thank you guys for joining us one more time here on the First and Ten podcast. We understand it's the dog days of summer right now, and especially right now as as minis and OTAs get done, it's like, okay, now what? You know, we're going to be sitting here twiddling our thumbs as Cowboys, but it is the Dallas Cowboys after all, and unfortunately, we're, we're making headlines whether you like it or not. So, for Dave Sturchio, Aiden Davis, Tony Catalina, this has been another episode of the First and Ten Podcast. We will see you guys next week. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today